Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Faith Relations Podcast. I am your host, Annette Pitton, and this is where we talk about everything under the sun and how it relates to our faith journey. I'm so, so, so excited that you came back. (laughs) So welcome. Uh, Today's episode is going to be my own personal faith journey, which I'm very excited for you to hear. And um, let's get right into it. So um, I'm just going to uh, give you a little bit of what the coming episodes are going to kind of seem like. Um, but I'm going to insert my own story instead of the stories of some of just the incredible people that I know. Um, and so then you'll kind of get a taste of what it'll look like, uh, kind of these interview-esque things. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, but I'll be interviewing myself without the questions. Uh, so again, thank you so much for being here. Um, I want you to please extend me some grace as I figure out audio things and editing and, um, just this wonderful world of podcasting. Um, as I figure it out, uh, you know, things will just get better. Um, I will get more comfortable speaking into this mic. I will get more comfortable, um, asking some good questions to the people that you want to hear from. Um, mainly I want to hear from, but, uh, (laughs) and it's just going to get better as we go on. So Grace is beautiful. If you want to extend it to me, that would be fantastic. Awesome. Um, so Something I like to start with is uh, something that we are excited about. So I am incredibly excited about this podcast, okay? I um, have always kind of loathed superficial conversations and, like, chit-chat and, like, uh, what's what's the word? But, like, just, how are you? And the fake how are you that neither of us answer, uh... Uh, genuinely. So, um, yeah, I love the hard-hitting questions. I love the deep conversations. I, I breathe it. I love it. I can live for it forever. Um, so I'm extremely excited that there is this platform where we can have those deep conversations and, um, we can enjoy each other's company while we do it. Um, so I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited that you're here, that you're listening, that you are, um, you know, engaging. I'm very, very, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Um, so yeah, that is what the most thing, the, the thing that I'm most excited about. That is definitely it. This is it right here. You are experiencing it with me. Uh, (laughs) so yeah. Um, something that I'm listening to that I'm loving right now is the Deconstructionist podcast. Um, you'll hear a little bit about where I am in my faith journey right now. Um, so it might make more sense if you get to the end of this podcast, then go check it out. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it has brought a lot of just 
you know how you can have a conversation with someone and think, wow, these, these this person is so like-minded and it almost gets you excited to speak to that person. That's where I'm at with that podcast is, you know, listening to them speak and the people that they speak to. Um, it's definitely life-giving and it just feels so nice to have like-minded conversations with people, even though I'm just listening. Um, so that's definitely a podcast that I would recommend you check out. Um, even if you're not deconstructing or you're not, you know, uh, you don't have really any questions about your faith, it's still good to hear, you know, different perspectives for sure and compare them to your own. Why not? That's what this whole podcast is about. It's all about us, um, you know, really bridging the gap between faiths and um, even kind of just different uh, perceptions and uh, perspectives within one specific faith because I have had funny enough already multiple conversations with people that you will be hearing very soon um, before I even record this one and uh, they are all pretty much Christian but they have such different perspectives within that faith and it's really beautiful to hear you know it's really beautiful to hear um, just where people are at least to me and I would hope that you share a similar love for hearing where people are at because that's why you would be listening to this (laughs) so that's what I would recommend um so my faith journey started uh probably around first or second grade um I you know was born in Chicago to my wonderful parents uh my mom grew up in the church um, you know, she backslid, as we like to say, um, for a while. Then, um, her pastor said, you know, my grandmother had grown up with, started a church where we had moved to, which would be Orlando, Florida. And, uh, they started a church there. We started going, um, when we moved there as well. So, um, that's where it started. I can almost kind of remember it too like it wasn't this um it's not one of those like I don't remember it was so long ago I kind of do remember I don't necessarily remember the like oh the first day I walked into church no but I do kind of have my earliest memories some of them are from church and some of them are previous to church so I do remember being in South Florida which is where we lived for a while um before Orlando and uh I remember you know, I do remember, I have some memories from prior to being in church, but not a lot. Most of the, most of my childhood, I remember being in church and that just being, you know, part of my identity and, um, which can be a beautiful thing for sure. So, um, yeah, my faith journey starts when I was probably seven or eight, a tiny little tot. Um, and I loved, being in church okay I am a social butterfly even though for a while I did not know it (laughs) and uh I just I love the community aspect of being in a congregation of people um again like-minded people you know um it's just so nice to be surrounded and loved and um just there's nothing like having such a large extended family So, um, 
that was pretty much my childhood. I remember, you know, Sunday school and um, I remember uh, kind of all the milestones, like, you know, going from elementary um, kind of Sunday school to like the youth and the middle school. And um, then, you know, uh, when I was in high school, there there was kind of like a, a merge of the youth. <laughs> so uh, there was just one big um, youth group and it was so much fun and we had so much fun and, you know, leaders came and went and, um, but it was always, you know, pretty much the same people who had been, you know, in church since I was a kid and we were always homies and we still are homies. I'm sure I could always lean on my, my pals that we grew up with, you know. And, um, yeah, so that was my life. It was school and church, uh, eat, breathe, sleep, (laughs) loved it. Uh, I did dance ministry. Um, I sang in the choir. Why did they let me do that? No idea. Because now as a like cognizant adult, is that the right word of, is that the right use of the word? I don't know. Um, but now that I can, now that I can, uh, you know, think uh, very freely about myself and have like no cares. I have no idea why they let me sing on the choir. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It was great. Uh, then I left the choir for a while because I was just, you know, overwhelmed for a while. And then I, I think it was in middle school. What was I overwhelmed? No idea. But um, I hated homework. So there's that. And uh, yeah, so then I went back and I was playing guitar for a while. Um, really, when I hit high school, um, it started to kind of dawn on me like, oh, I need to make a decision here, like whether this is actually me or not. Um, just because like in high school, so many, you know, kids are so, uh, what do you call, um, kids are so explore, (laughs) like they, they want to explore things. Right. Um, and lots of those things that they want to explore are sinful. So it was kind of like this, you know, I'm either going to be a part or I'm going to be set apart, you know, that's a car. Um, so, you know, I'm either going to be a part or I'm going to be set apart and I have to, you know, I have to decide on, on, you know, what, uh, side of the aisle that I'm going to be on. And, uh, because Christ was my, you know, being a Christian was my identity. Um, I decided to be set apart. Right. And I can't explore those things because I don't need to. You know, I've had these stories told to me my whole life, my parents and my aunts and uncles and things that they have explored in their lives. And there's nothing on that side. Right. I don't know if anybody heard this as many times as I did in my life, but I heard this so much. It's the idea that there is nothing in the world for you. Right. So there's nothing in the world for you. There's no reason why you would try it. There's no reason why you would go out and go to the clubs. Been there, done that. There's nothing there for you. Um, you know, there's no, there's no reason for you to try alcohol. Been there, done that. Nothing there for you, you know? Um, and I, pri- I like, was so prideful of the fact that, like, I let my elders live those live that life for me. You know, I, I let them do it. And they told me there was nothing there for me. So, okay, I'm chilling. Like, no thanks. I'm going to be the good church girl, okay? Tattoo that baby on my forehead, all right? That's what we're going to do. 
Um, so that's what I decided to do when I was in high school. I joined this ministry that uh, was called Student Venture then. It'll be Student Venture forever in my heart. Um, <laughs> it went through a name change when I was a senior in high school. But um, Or was it after high school? I don't remember. But um, yeah, and it gave me this place. It gave me a place in this secular environment that is high school, right? Secular being a very church word, but secular would be anything that is outside of the church, I guess. Um, so secular environment that is school, I found this place where there were church people, you know, like it just, it was, uh, surrounding myself by even more like-minded people in a place where they are rare. Right. Um, and I loved it. It was the best. I, I love crew. It's so fun. It's the best, um, just, place for like people like me who were I just want to find as many church friends as possible um so that we can we can just live our merry lives together right um so we would play games and then we would talk about the bible and Jesus um and then we would go home and it was so fun and we had you know holiday parties and we celebrated we just celebrated life together birthdays and um uh just different accomplishments that everybody had and all that stuff we just we started to do life together and it was so it was such a beautiful place okay so if you ever if you ever feel the need to support an organization crew high school middle school ministry absolutely is the place um so yeah so that was my high school experience um and then right after high school I went to this uh, small liberal liberal arts college in St. Augustine, Florida for one whole semester, okay? And I will tell you that this one semester had an incredible effect on my life, okay? Um, if you watch my Facebook lives or if you have watched me on Facebook, which I feel like I stopped doing, I guess I would stop doing now that I'm doing this podcast, or maybe I won't, maybe I'll go back. Um, but, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so if you watch my Facebook lives, then you would have heard this story. But, um, yeah, I went to Flagler College in St. Augustine and I met one of the best people on the planet. Okay. (laughs) I don't even say that lightly. Um, and I got a tap on the shoulder asking me if I wanted to be a roommate with her. And I was like, sure, absolutely. And um, I didn't have a roommate. So, yeah, that makes sense. And she seemed like a nice human. Okay, sure. Uh, she was like, okay, but before we do this, two questions. Like, okay, what? First, do you smoke weed? <laughs> and I was like, no, that is no off limits. Absolutely not. Never even thought about it. Okay, cool, because I don't like weed. Okay, cool. And then her second question was, do you hate gay people? Now, this was probably poor phrasing for uh, maybe what she was intending, but, I mean, it was fine because it ended up working out fine. But um, she said, you know, do you hate gay people? Absolutely not. I don't hate anyone I am a Christian woman obviously that wasn't my answer but I was like no you know but in my mind I'm like I don't hate anybody do I think that they are going to heaven probably not but I don't hate them so no answer 
question answered, right? And she was like, okay, cool, because my sister is gay and um, you'll be hearing a lot about my sisters because they're my best friends. Okay, cool. So, you know, orientation's over with, you know, we go to school and uh, a couple months later and it was so much fun. I met some of the most incredible people. You will hear from lots of them, I think. Um, uh, lots of them, <laughs> not a lot of people that I went to school with, but a lot of the friends that I made. <laughs> oh, gosh, this is going great, guys. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, I met some people who challenged me in ways that they probably don't even know um, and ways that I have told them. But, yeah, so stretched, so pulled. Um, I definitely felt like a fish out of water, so I did not go back after that one semester. But I made some lasting friends where I'm still friends with them today, and you'll hear from some of them on the podcast. And, um, you know, we have a group chat and we talk, and the diversity within that group chat is insane. Okay, now, ethnicity-wise, no, but faith walks, faith journeys totally different um even those of us that uh uh would say that we are christian we are all completely different um and those who are not christian or not uh faith what faith people i don't i don't know what i'm even trying to say but um they also very different we are all so different and it's so beautiful it's so much fun okay like if you man if you have a friend group of women more more than two more than three that can like successfully just be friends and be celebratory of each other and just love on each other like it is a win okay this friend group is a win right um but those questions within me started there the questions of gay people really are going to hell just because of that like that seems kind of harsh, right? Um, but it was a, it was a, it was something that I always got an answer for. You know, we don't know God's ways. God's ways are higher than our ways, and um, we just have to trust that the the uh, instructions, the basic instructions before leaving Earth, right? The Bible, the basic instructions before leaving Earth, um, are are just truth, and and we just have to believe Him for that, or believe that you know. He gave us this for our lives and whatever it says, man, that, that, that is truth. Um, so that's just how I looked at it. Like my job is to love people period, but not question God. Right. So those questions started to stir in me and they really, really pulled me and challenged me and, um, kind of started this internal battle within me um and then it was like even stretched beyond that you know uh people who party and um you know people who have sex before marriage like uh people who believe in different religions um all of these things where I'm like this just seems intense right I could I can um you know I can quantify a lot of things, right? Um, I can make sense of party animals, you know, not having a relationship with God, right? Um, 
maybe that's one that okay maybe i can kind of see you know there you know, it's self-indulgent and body body blah whatever but it still wasn't um it still wasn't sitting right with me but i didn't know what to do with it i didn't know what to do with these like thoughts and doubts that i had uh so i get back home and i'm trying to figure out what i'm going to do with my life so you know me and god were homies i decided to go to a bible university in town that um was basically for like working adults and i was a non-working child (laughs) so i mean but it was the only one that i had known of so uh i started going and um again fish out of water what the heck am i doing here (laughs) i don't know uh i you know i always felt this like again christianese call of ministry on my life like i felt like i uh needed like there was a space for me in ministry one way or another didn't know how did I think I was going to be a pastor no did I think that I was going to be like this big you know person no but I did think that like okay I love the youth that is something that I would um that's somewhere I would thrive I think so um yeah so I was going to school and I wanted to learn as much about God as I could about ministry about ministering to people and um it went well for a minute but but I felt like maybe some people in my family weren't necessarily super excited about it um it just I think it was probably like the intensity of it was very low and um I mean I did have to read a lot but that was about it and um you know a lot of people don't even realize like you can go into ministry and make money I mean now you now a lot of people do know because you see all these pastors on tv and on in articles and stuff making billions of dollars and it's just ridiculous but you know for the most part most of the pastors you know personally I know personally are just this is their they volunteer their time um unless they own the church right so um what is a youth pastor going to make right no they volunteer their time right so how do you how do you make a career out of that so then I was thinking about what else I could do um something that I could enjoy and um that I could be good at but I wasn't good at school so it had to be you know like very focused based so then you know tech school and I ended up going to massage school yeah your girl's a massage therapist if you didn't know um I went and I loved it and then I was in this place again where all of these different kinds of people from different walks of life different belief systems different perceptions on the earth uh different perspectives on all different kinds of things right it it was this like you know like high school on steroids kind of thing where like in high school you have all these people experimenting on it on all these different kinds of things but these were like adults and people who were like solidified in their ways when you're in high school you're like oh everybody's just experimenting right and they're just in phases and that's a lot of the things that you hear when you're in church is oh they're just going through a phase it's a phase it's a phase right but this point these are not people in phases these this is people living their life right and they're just doing it um and they are proud with who they are and they are living it out and it, it is a whole new world to go from your little church bubble out into a into a place where people are so different 
like across the board um and I loved it (laughs) again um it was a great experience I've made some very good friends that again I'm still friends with and again you probably will hear from so that's fun um and yeah it was crazy it was a crazy time in my life um I went through a lot when it came to, you know, my relationship with God, but also just like myself personally. Um, I was not even trying to like um, process things. I was just living. And so in that, you know, just I'm just going to live and I'm going to do whatever feels right today um, got me into a lot of trouble uh, mentally and emotionally. Um, so I had some of the darkest days when I was in massage school. Uh, when I left massage school, you know, I started working and whatnot. And, um, I fell right back into eventually because I did hit such a like low place. Um, I was like, no, I need to go back to church. This is not it. Right. Um, when you're like dedicated to something and you're putting your best foot forward, um, Sometimes that has a a good effect on your mental state, right? Um, Being active and and participating in your life. Um, So I was like, I need to go back to church, okay? Even in my when when things are bad, I know that if I'm in church, I have you know something to lean on. Um, So I went back, and then I fell right back into the same old routine where everything was familiar everyone was like-minded or so I thought (laughs) uh we didn't really talk about the things that differed that we differed in um again it went back to those very superficial conversations um just you know living living the life that was taught to me right um internally still having that battle with what is what it is that I actually believe God to be um or who I believe got to be, uh, but not really feeling like I had the safe space to be able to question it or, or say it out loud without getting a non-answer. Like, I don't want a non-answer. I don't want you to say that you, you know, all I have to do is have faith. Like I could, I know that. I know that (laughs) that's, that's too easy. Okay. Tell me something I don't know. Give me, give me some, some hard proof or even a, I don't know, let's figure it out together kind of thing. But it was, it always seemed to be, any question that I had was, you just have to have faith. Or, um, you know, God's ways are higher than ours, right? Like I had said before. So, didn't want to hear the non-answers. So I'm just going to go with it, right? We're just going with it. Even if we don't feel like these things are true or... um or we have some problems with the things that are said from the pulpit, it's fine. We're going to go with it, okay? So got super heavily involved um, for quite a few years. Um, Well, maybe not quite a few. A few. (laughs) Uh, So maybe like two or three years um, in the church. And um, I was there all the time. If I was not there, I was with my students at CeCe's Pizza. We loved that um you know or it it was it was constantly on the run constantly on the run um and most of it was church related I was 
you know, we were on church on Sundays. We were at church on Wednesday nights for services. We are at church on um, Tuesdays. What what days do we have practice? Yeah, Tuesdays. Um, and I don't know why that just confused me. It's been over a year, but still. <laughs> uh, and I was there three, four nights a week, every week for a solid three years. Um, then a wonderful human gets, calls me on my phone, texts me actually, and, uh, says that he needs to have a conversation with me. So we have to backtrack a little bit, but, uh, a few years prior, I had been on a dating app and I met someone who, um, was just so intriguing. He loved God. He had, um, this great career. He was intelligent. He could he could string a whole sentence together guys okay because if you could string a sentence together that would put you way far above most of the people on a dating app <laughs> oh shoot that's funny uh so it was great he was great and um you know back then and still today I struggle with communication, right? So it was this, this like, large struggle that uh, I just didn't really have the capability to deal with at that moment. And so uh, it didn't work out. But uh, he gets back to me, and uh, he says that he needs to, you know, he's in therapy, he needs to make amends. And uh, he just wanted to apologize for this, that, and the other thing that happened while we were together. And then the conversation went so well that I don't know if he was expecting it that to be that way. Maybe he was. Maybe that was the purpose. But to me, I'm like, if you're calling me just to say sorry, then how the heck did we end up like clearing the whole the whole fog? The fog had been lifted completely, and now my feelings are resurfacing, right? Uh, so my feelings resurfaced, and. Um, it was crazy, guys. It was, like, within a year we were married. <gasps> what, you psychopath? I know. Love it. It's best. So, uh, I married this wonderful man last year. And he has his own kind of faith journey. And um, I'm hoping to have him on here uh, ASAP. But it's kind of weird with, like... Uh, I only have one mic. <laughs> okay. Anyways. So, yeah. So, he has his own faith journey that's just uh, more intricate than mine. You know, mine had always just been what was taught to me, and I just kind of accepted it, right? Um, so, we started to have these conversations, and we've had them for years, right? Where it was like, um, I don't know about this whole homosexuality thing, and I don't know about this whole, you know, purity culture thing. And, um, just all the stuff where it's like, you know, I don't know one way or the other. I just, I'm, I'm telling you that I'm doubting, right? And when we got married, all of these things that I had, um, uh, kind of pushed down and, you know, felt like I had no place to explore them. And this is not to say, or like to crap on anybody that like, I've been very close friends with or anything like that or like anybody that I'm friends with now. It's just I didn't feel it myself. It could have just been an internal thing. You know, I didn't feel like I had the place to to explore those things. So 
he made me feel very safe about um questioning and and uh and like just putting my doubts out there so then it was like the floodgates had opened okay and everything was on trial um and trial because that's how intense it was for me um there were many days where I broke down in tears because my whole life the foundation of my entire life was crumbling it had gotten to this point where anything that I had said in the past that I 100% believed and I had evidence and I had, you know, the like it was 100% in the know now was like in thin air and it was it was really tough. Um, so, like I said, I just got married last year. So this is a very, very recent development in my life. Um, and it kind of just puts everything into perspective so um now I'm thinking about what is truth where does the bible come from where who was Jesus did he walk on water all these things that were not even questions before now everything is up um up for grabs up for question questioning like let's get to the bottom of it right um I tend to be a very, like, logical person, too, so I need to know, give me some evidence, like, um, that, that's why that whole non-answer has always been so hard for me. My entire life has always been so hard because I needed to make sense. Make it make sense, please. I needed to make sense, but I have had to deal with it not making sense, um, so this past year has been very interesting for me. Um, I spent a lot of time um, just diving in. Um, I also spent a lot of time avoiding it <laughs> um, just because it's not easy. It's not easy to break things down, kind of examine them, and then build back up, right? It's just not easy. Um which is why I like the Deconstructionist podcast. I found a few other podcasts, too, that, like, it's just people question with questions. We just got questions. And um, we're exploring things and and uh, being logical about certain things and um, accepting certain things that were not acceptable before. Um, and just... It's crazy. Okay, that's all I have to say. Comparison to where I was two years ago, this is bananas, okay? Bananas. Um, sorry if you can hear the school bus, but a child is home. So, um, so yeah. So, basically, where am I today? Um, I think I'm still... No, no, I wouldn't say that I'm still deconstructing. Um, we can talk about deconstruction and reconstruction in, in its own podcast, but basically... Deconstruction is what it sounds like, breaking down what it is that you believe. Reconstruction would be when you're kind of building that back up with a new foundation. So I feel like I'm in the reconstruction portion of my faith journey. Um, you know, a lot of what I believe some people would say is like heresy uh, or, you know, 
have these very intense feelings about some of the things that I believe. Um, and that's fine. Totally fine. But I'm going to live my truth. And if that makes you uncomfortable, I truly, I feel bad. I do, but not bad enough. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to make you comfortable just, just because. Um, and we could have a podcast about like just specific topics, but, um, this, this one is just my story, I guess. So, um, so yeah, so there's, you know, it, it's a very interesting place to find yourself. Um, it was hard, but I'm almost like super excited about my faith now, you know, like I am very excited about the, um, kind of construction, right? Like putting all these pieces and, and almost like laying down bricks, one piece by one piece, one brick by one brick. And it's so fun and it's so freeing and it's an absolute blast. Okay. Absolute blast. And, um, yeah. So, um, loving life, living it to the fullest. Um, and I'm very excited for all the conversations that are to come that could give you perspectives um, that may be different from mine, maybe similar to mine, um, or maybe completely different, like uh, other side of the spectrum, you know, which I don't really know what the other side of the spectrum is from me. But uh, so, yeah, that's me. That's Annette. Um, I am reconstructing my faith and it's a blast. It really is. Um, I love God. I love people. Um, that's, that's the main, that's the main thing that, uh, has gotten me through this is that I really do love God and I really do love people and I really do want, um, just the best for humanity. Um, and this is my little part, my little tiny piece, my little grain of rice in the sea of grain of rices, grain of rices. Oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> in the sea of grains, this is my little piece. And um, I'm super grateful for you to come on this journey with me. Um, so the best thing I've learned on this journey is that um, things don't have to be so literal to be true. So an example, um, I don't have to say, I can say to you, when I opened the door, my dog blew out, right? That doesn't mean that my dog actually grew some wings and flew out of my house, right? He darted out and ran. So there's something that you can learn without having to take my words literally. Um, and so that's kind of where I am. Faith-wise, I don't have to take the Bible 100% literally for me to understand that it is something that I can use for my life um, and can be enriching to my life. Um, so that's the best thing that I have learned. Um, we definitely could do some more diving into that. Uh, but that's that's been life-changing for sure. Um, and then one resource would be podcast, man. 
the listen to different people's perspectives um to different scholars and different um just experts you know people who have put their life into this um into faith if faith is that important to you um which i feel like it is important to most most people have that like what else is there you know um and even if that means there's nothing to you you know it's still important to to kind of explore things um and to hear perspectives and to find like-minded people right there's podcasts for anything and everything um and it really has uh just been so uh uplifting and supportive to me to listen to certain podcasts and if you need um some recommendations i got you okay i got you (laughs) so that is how i relate to faith thank you for making to the end of this uh thank you for coming back and listening uh thank you for being an incredible human okay period poo period um and i can't wait for more episodes to come and uh stay tuned because next friday we will drop a new episode i have my wonderful wonderful friend shan uh who's a teacher who is a mental health enthusiast (laughs) and um just an incredible human uh and you're gonna love the conversation we have it is so good okay so don't miss it and uh we'll see you then i hope you have a great week i hope you have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this and never ever forget that you are loved bye